Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dokon Podcast. Uh, this is episode 31, and I'm here with the Masked Ninja. Yo, how's it going, everybody? We've got Garash. Hello. <laughs> We've got the man Hydros. How's it going? We got Kensei. How's it going, guys? And we got Nolar. I'm so, so happy to be here, guys. So happy. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we got a lot of interesting stuff uh, planned for, you know, to talk about. We have Japan, which had amazing content, like, and then we got Global, which had the World Tournament. Uh, yep. so, and more amazing content. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, first off, <laughs> let's talk about just the World Tournament, because that's what we can talk about right now. Is it enough content for this week? Wait, let's, <laughs> let's talk about that. JP because we, we usually start with JP, so let's just do that. We'll start with JP. All right, let's move on to global. Basically, yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, yeah. Basically, <laughs> all right. So, world tournament. Uh, what do you guys think, uh, Ninga? What What do you think? Is this enough content for the week? Uh, I mean, no. I guess. I mean, the thing is, a lot of people don't like playing it anyway. So, if you're not somebody who is uh, super interested in grinding it, or you literally just want to play it long enough to get the uh, thirty million points worth of missions, you were probably already done at some point yesterday. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, it's just yeah. it's just the world tournament again, I guess. Until they do something to revamp it, it's. Uh, Probably just going to be the same old, same old. I mean, it's fun that Broly is king once again. Um, mm -hmm. I changed my team build back to the one I used to use a long time ago that was basically like a movie boss's team. Um, and yeah, it's quite interesting to see how, just how ridiculously good he is because now, since almost everybody uses a pure Saiyan or hybrid Saiyan in yeah. some way, shape, yeah. or form, um, even when you get that, like, quote unquote dead rotation of like you have Jacko and Chaozu and Broly. He he still only needs like four key to super and then kills everybody. So it's uh he is once again undisputed god of the world tournament. But yeah, so this is the first world tournament uh on Global Right ever since the EZA of Broly. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Global players, how do you guys feel about uh if you are playing the the world tournament? How do you guys feel about the new EZA Broly like being played in there? Uh, for me, the biggest thing that he brought was the fact that he now gets a lot of key right at the start yep. of the uh, turn. Mm -hmm. I think if, it's, if there's a hybrid or pure Saiyan on the enemy team, which is basically every single time anyway, mm -hmm. um, that has enabled you to really just not have to worry about orb changing, not have to worry about using support units. So the team I'm using is a Inhuman Deeds team. It's with uh, Vegeta Nappa as the leader. Then I have, you know, uh, LR Broly. I have a friend LR Broly. And then I have the physical second form Frieza and then the AGL final form Frieza. And what that allows you to do is it allows you to bring five AoE units, which is a perfect number to never not have an AoE on, on a rotation. So you, yeah. have a, you have an AoE on a rotation guaranteed every time. Mm -hmm. I feel mm -hmm. like that's probably the best team build now. Um, yeah. Unfortunately for me, I don't have Nappa and Vegeta, yeah. but it's noticeably faster for me this world tournament than it has been in any other world tournament I've done. So, yeah, yeah like, and, well, yeah, go uh, on. Oh, sorry. I will say, uh, same here. I'm using like, well, I'm using a, a different build. Like, I'm using one of the like the top tier builds, which is like a full LR team. So I have is like the uh, the SBR uh, Kid Gohan. I got Broly, of course. I got LR Mont Vegeta. I have a uh, uh, Krillin. Uh, who else? Krillin. And we got another Broly, 
then have his uh, LR cell because, of course, he's an AO unit. So it's like, I just have a full LR team. And apparently, if you have like a full LR team, you get more points or like more points in the bonus. And yeah. of course, uh, Broly also, you know, he does criticals and, uh, and effective, effective against all types. So you get more points there. So uh, I yeah. noticed that, that it goes pretty, pretty quick. So I'm like, ah, okay, cool. So. I didn't know. Um, so you got you got more points from from having a full LR team on World Tournament. Yep. Yeah. It's it's I pretty much like it's. I think it's. I think it's exact. It works exactly the same as category boosts if you have like LRs mm-hmm. in your team. Oh, uh, so that's why all the top fifties and stuff always have like the LR Goku as their leader and whatnot. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Gotcha. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, me personally, I don't think it's worth running a slower team over like the team I'm running. But yeah, I don't really know the mat, the numbers behind it. Maybe it's worth it. I just haven't seen like someone prove it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've still, I mean, shout out to one of the guys who I've known for quite some time. He's been using the same team for a couple of years now. It's, uh, I'll shout him out. Shout out to Shadow, the head mod from my Discord. But he uses a mono STR nuking team with the mm. Piccolo AoE leader. And then you use um, like the STR Fat Boo, uh, obviously LR Broly. And then he uses Hit and then Jacko and Chiaotzu. And even though it's quite item heavy, because you pretty much use like an orb changing item or like a ghost usher basically every turn, um, he's in the top 30 at the moment, I think. And apparent, if he's to be believed, which, you know, I, I believe him, he still gets like, you know, seven or eight hours worth of sleep every night. He's not like completely no-lifing it because apparently it's just a super, super fast um, way of doing it. So it's Because uh, he's got like said- 80 more wins than me. So you said Shadow the Hair, and I was I was really hoping you'd finish it with Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is. I've never seen him in real life, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, well I, I um, remember Oh right, sorry, go on Nolan. No, no, I was just gonna say like um the the, the interesting thing is like people are trying to eco- maximize the points, but the problem mm-hmm. is like it then gets to a point where you're pretty much running only that team consistently. So, like, the one thing that I always thought that would be good to spice up World Tournament, I've always mentioned this, but, like, give specific units boost extra mm. points that if you use them in that world specific World Tournament. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, maybe you want to clear faster, you use a Broly, but if you want to try something different, like using counter units, right, for example, they give you more points. So maybe that lets you run your teams a little more uh, risk heavy because you could get supered, but then you might get more points just by putting like a super Vegito or Vegito blues in there. You know what I mean? So um, I don't know. That, that was the one suggestion I thought would be good to change up the world tournament. Granted, that might like last you for like a couple hours before you get just bored of it. <laughs> but yeah. at the very least, uh, that's how it different. is now. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, uh, I'm, my thoughts yeah, on actually. changing in the World Tournament. No, that's pretty cool. I actually, to, to go off of that, you know how like Legends has its own thing where it's like in the PvP you get like the bonus boost? What if they had that for World Tournament where it's like some AoE units have bonus, like you get bonus points from that? Just kind of like how you said how like it was like the weekly, like maybe I think seven units it is on Legends where in PvP you get the bonus uh, character boost. Yeah, they used, the way it works now is those only give boosts for you to get more like adventure slots or adventures, which is basically worthless right now. That's but the it. way they used to do it, yeah, the way they used to do it was it would actually give you more RP for using certain units. But mm. I mean, they could try that in uh, Dokkan and see how it goes, I guess. Yeah, make certain units or certain categories give bonus points. And then to mix up yeah. the grind, like, because obviously the world tournament lasts for three days, you could even have the 
bonus things change like for each day rather than just each world tournament yep. so each because then you end up running a different team all three days potentially but the only problem with that is obviously they'd have to make it so whatever multiplier or bonus that you get outweighs the like obviously just speeding through it with lr broly over and over again so they'd have to be uh they'd have to try and balance it but yeah and anything at this point to make it slightly more interesting would definitely be worth a try yeah uh do we have any more talking points about world tournament i mean i know everyone dislikes it for a fact i mean is there anyone here that I mean, likes world tournament it wants to speak up can i have stickers <laughs> I'd rather play World <laughs> Tournament than Chain Battle. That's about it. <laughs> Whoa, that's a, wait. You want to play World Tournament more than Chain Battle? Yes. Oh, I I can't agree with that. I can't oh, agree knew, with that. You you really no are new around agree. here. <laughs> You're I, I, we, I, we, we, hate, we hate Chain Battle over here. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I Chain Battle's I mean, bad, but like man, World Tournament grind is different. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, they're correct. <laughs> yeah, it's different, but it's, okay, if, if you were looking for something to be tangible, to be like, all right, I can put X amount of hours and do Y things, I'll get this many points, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. That world tournament is, you know, I, I could sit for an hour, probably get about, you know, 3 million, 4 million points or whatever the case may be. Well, chain battle, you could just pull your hair out trying to figure out, all right, if I pick these three units, <laughs> if I use the same person and the same setup, why is it 50 million points different? Yeah, yeah. that would... Uh, that's why I hate chain mm -hmm. battle. <laughs> yep. That's fair. I mean, sometimes it is just BS. There's like no no rhyme or reason why something was more damage than the other. But the fact that it can just go away, like you just use your five stamina in like literally 10 minutes. And then instead of World Tournament, it's like a 48 hour grind or even more. I would much rather just have just we're a lot of curse on this, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. The BS of of just the 48 hours of just playing world tournament i, I don't yeah. know that's yeah when i try when i compare the two normally i i try and think more about the like the bare minimum missions because obviously for chain battle the bare minimum is you do it five times a day and yeah. maybe if you're lucky you get a new high score if you're lucky you can you know break the hundred million but i still see a lot of people that don't manage to complete all of those missions for like getting a certain amount of score um because obviously 100 million is normally the goal uh, whereas mm -hmm. I would say the bare minimum for the world tournament is doing the 30 million points missions, which depending on how much you play it, I mean, obviously I grind it a lot, so it's hard for me to really know exactly when you hit that point, but you can definitely do that in the first day. And then obviously if you don't want to do any more, you don't have to. Um, and I do like the fact that they added, it's quite a few tournaments ago now, but they added in the, is it the 23 million points mission? You get a guaranteed copy yep. of the card. Oh, so, yeah. So not only do you not have to wait until, is it either Tuesday or Wednesday that we get the rewards, but you um, get a guaranteed copy, um, which also lowered that if you're somebody who wants to grind uh, to a certain bracket where you can open up all the paths, especially for like this unit, for example, we've got a Kid mm -hmm. Goku has a fumble super attack. So you need five copies if you want to, SA10 and rainbow him before you had to get into the top. I think it's 1000 to get five copies, but now because you get a guaranteed copy at 23 million points, you only have to get into the top 2000 to get the four extra copies that you need. Mm -hmm. Um, which I guess for some people, you know, it means you don't have to grind quite as much. Uh, plus having a little bit of early access to the unit is cool. Cause obviously this, uh, we haven't really talked much about him, but the Goku that is the reward for this one is pretty good, especially for, 
the world tournament rewards that we've been getting recently. Like even Unawakened, obviously he's not a TUR, but he's uh, actually pretty solid. So I'm quite looking forward to getting those last copies of him when we get the rewards in and then trying him out. So. Yeah. That, I wish they would... Um... I was going to say, the only thing I wish they would do for the, 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 the rewards, well, I guess it's not even technically the rewards, but the World Tournament banner for the World Tournament reward units, I wish they would change up those featured units every like World Tournament or so, because I feel like a lot of the time it's just been the same ones that are featured over and over and over again. No, yeah. I feel like they do a rotation with it, though, like where it's like when something gets added, the thing that's at the bottom of the list of the featured list gets kicked off, and then it goes mm -hmm. in a line. That's what I feel like well, what it is. Well, yeah, but that's stupid, because what if you need a unit that came out like <laughs> yeah. two years ago and it's never been <laughs> featured? Yep. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, because they put on like if the if one got an awakening with that tournament, they're normally featured. But then yeah, it's kind of super random, and you see the, you do see the same ones all the time. The, whereas obviously the most only, people, I was gonna say the only unit, well, I guess technically two that I need off the banner is the Int Super Saiyan Bardock. I have two dupes in oh, him. Yeah. I need oh, two damn. more for him to be done. And obviously the AGL Bardock because on global he was never. He, they, you, you, there was no way to actually get that Bardock without pulling him, and he's always been yeah. unfeatured. He's yeah. never been featured. So, like, there's actually no conceivable way to expect people to have that unit. That's crazy. Right, yeah. this, uh, like one the uh, yeah. chain battle rewards is that you can get lucky getting a gold equip, but I'd rather get the guaranteed unit at the 23 million points. <laughs> yeah, just basically, to work and get yeah. that and be done. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then to go back to what um, Goresh was saying, the one thing that, like, they should do uh, that other gotchas have done um, would let you pick what your featured units are in that banner. Mm -hmm. um, you know what I mean? So it's like here, the seven featured units, if it's a world tournament banner, it's only super limited, but you have to play the world tournament to do it. But let me pick the seven featured units that I potentially could pull, right? Instead of like, oh, well, I'm going to pull that, you know, Bardock who hasn't been on a banner in two years, potentially, right? So I would, I mean, that's the one improvement I would do with the world tournament banner is let me pick what my featured units are mm. of, of like something that's not featured long ago in in lieu of something that is featured, right? So if like I've yeah. pulled the who, who who's got an awakening right now on global? Uh, it's the in um, Gohan, the in yeah. armor Gohan for this world tournament, right? So if, yeah, if I rainbowed him from like whatever five, five six rainbow uh, world tournaments ago, then let me uncheck him and pick something that is unfeatured from like three years ago that I wasn't playing back then, right? And the whole point of it, this is a collector's game. Right, mm -hmm. so if I wasn't playing back then, it shouldn't punish me to not do that. At least that's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. it also gets to the it also gets to the talking point of they're eventually going to have to EZA these units too, right? Yeah. The reward. Yeah. Oh yes. Yep. So I mean, I mean, it'll eventually they'll eventually have to figure out what they're going to do for the banner for those units too, because again, if they're going to EZA somebody like like the you know the Tech Gohan that came out like the first World Tournament or whatever, I think he was the first World Tournament reward ever. Like they're going to figure out a way to make him accessible and not, you know, a chance to pull because, you know, if you're going to easy aim, you have to have him and you can't just have a limited amount of chances to pull him. They're probably going to actually put him on a Dragonstone banner. Hmm. Mm. I guess they could. Do you um, think they can make a banner where it's like it's a higher chance of pulling him, but it's like more tickets to use to summon on that banner? That's a possibility. They could, gonna, but they could. All, I think they, another thing they could do is they could just make him a, a reward of the world tournament where he gets an easy A too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Make him of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I uh, one thing that they, uh, this will also change as well is that that single summon. They should probably do do, do like a multi 
You that's my biggest have... complaint about the DB saga oh, the fact that you can only do one, yeah. singles at a like, time it's been like oh six years God. already like why isn't there a multi-summon <laughs> button it's like uh, I don't want to go to just, just clicking on it like every single time and not get anything at all exactly like, like, that's where we really want multis and just like keep an I was just gonna, I was just gonna I was just gonna say that too. Like, why do they even have the silver tickets in the game? What is the point? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just give you give out like the equal equivalent amount of whatever it is because it's like is it five to one or something like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. give out the gold ones instead. Yeah. Would it kill um, them to just give out more gold tickets? Like, it's not like mm. this, these units are gonna break the game if you get them. Yeah, they're no. not. <laughs> the only other suggestion I would have is just get rid of the world tournament specific banner entirely. Take those tickets and make them Baba Shop units. And have it Yeah, and you buy them unit. with the tickets. Yeah, that yeah. true. Sense. Basically, that no one's idea of picking the featured unit, but instead of a banner, just put it in the Baba shop. Because mm. yeah, then that covers that covers the whole thing we were just saying. Like, if a unit gets an easy A, then yeah, you yeah. just do that world tournament, and then that unit's in the shop, and you just spend your tickets to buy the units mm. like straight from the shop. Because that's the other thing as well. Is I know every banner is like this, not just in Dokkan, but in any gacha game, I guess. But like the problem is as well, if you, especially if you don't play the world tournament a lot, you maybe you don't grind it crazy and get all of the tickets you possibly could. You have your limited amount of pulls that you do on that banner. And then there's what? There's certain units that people would definitely want, like the high school Gohan, stuff like that. But there's mm -hmm. units on there Jackie that... Chan. There's units on there that are like... Even the uh, the earlier ones that have their Dokkan Awakenings, like the AGL Bardock and stuff like that, like there are unawakened units from that banner who are way better than like the older ones, even with their awakenings. So if you're someone who only ends up with maybe four or five units worth of tickets and you just end up pulling all of those old ones, then obviously that's not a great like outcome either. So I think the actual that shop idea is probably one of the best ways they could get around that. Yeah, it's kind of like how um the download celebration or like the collab celebration or what it was, um, the worldwide celebration where with mm -hmm. the download celebration tickets or whatever it is, uh, you could buy the unit that you would want, but mm -hmm. it was like an excessive amount of those tickets, but it's to choose what you want, which is yeah. a fair enough thing. It's fair enough to do that. Yeah, because uh, I, I actually did that. I summoned with all the tickets right down until however many it was you needed to buy a copy uh, just in case I happened to pull him and then yeah. didn't. And so then used those tickets to buy the physical Piccolo because despite all the summons that I'd done on banners that he was on, I'd never pulled a copy of him. So yeah, it means I was able to pick him out of that pool because he was basically the only unit from there that I didn't have. So even though, yeah, it was a lot of tickets compared to just doing random multis and potentially getting something else, it meant I was able to get the one guaranteed unit that I actually didn't have. So, yeah. I mean, uh. <clears throat> you guys know me, right? So I'm always going to be an advocate for shops. But of course, <laughs> I'm always going to talk about gotcha coins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a no no lar podcast unless uh, unless I talk about gacha coins. But like, exactly. If there's another way to get you to utilize uh, gacha coins, would be is if they you could pick them up on the world tournament stage, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. two here, three here, one here. Then you could buy the world tournament units from those with those coins. It could be even or it doesn't have to be just gacha coins or another world tournament currency that can be used in a shop in that format. Why not, right? But yeah, I mean, I, I think blue I coins know. too, right? Because right now, yeah, blue coins are hard. Once you have once you have all the type support units, those blue coins are actually useless. Like you're not going to buy yeah. elder kai's with those. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> unless if you really need them, 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I have in the past, but that's only because, like you said, there's nothing else to get with them apart from. Yeah, exactly. The, I mean, because yeah. usually these units are, you always get like it, like in a fodder essay. So, like, you don't really need to have like the other guys on the blue coins at all. So, yeah, blue coins are kind of pointless. I, I mean, I, I guess yeah. it depends because the the problem is even for yeah, people I, who are mini whales, like I would say me, mm -hmm. um, I haven't summoned extensively on those support type banners because they've always come at bad times uh, when I'm either saving or there's some other big banner that's just left or is just coming, and so all the ones I do have, I don't have any dupes in, and I'm still mm -hmm. missing two of them. So I do actually have. 600 blue coins saved up for when those banners come back so i can actually buy the two that i don't have um, yeah. but i think there are a lot of people out there who don't really summon on those banners very much and that's kind mm -hmm. of the only thing you can really save your blue coins for but it's been well, how long since those have been back yeah that's another the, the whole issue, discussion uh, the issue with the blue coin thing is because you can only get blue coins through those banners and then the double rates banner, <clears throat> double rates banners, right? Yeah, and the category it, banners. I think wasn't the heroes banner category like banners. blue coins as well. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, all like the banners that you shouldn't summon on is where you get those blue coins. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, yeah. not a heroes banner. Come on. Uh, <laughs> so basically, you're in a position where you're saving your blue coins for a type support, or you're just not using them at all, right? Mm -hmm. You're, you're ne there's never a scenario where you should buy kai's with your blue coins. Yeah, right. mm -hmm. I mean, it's Which, kind of just a bad situation because those banners have never returned in, I think, over a year now, right? Uh, definitely, maybe even over yeah. two, because it's been, it's been closing in a long, long time. So. Yeah, because they did before, I can't remember if they did it for the six, uh, for the five year, but they definitely didn't do it for JP on the six year, where they did the, uh, in previous anniversaries, Kai's they brought the banners back where you can boards. do like one multi only and yeah. then it disappears. Yeah. But like they didn't even do that for the sixth year one. So in terms of both Global and JP, I can't even remember the last time those banners were available. I, I don't remember them being during like fifth year at all. I think like the last time I saw them was like during fourth anniversary. Mm, I, maybe it was during... Um download celebration of the fourth year so was it gohan and so uh, maybe that was the last yeah time I, I think it. that was yeah maybe but yeah it's a long time ago yeah. well we can well, see when they uh, awaken because when they awaken is when the banner came back and then after those awakenings they were gone after that oh yeah oh yeah, yeah that's, that's right quick. let me have a look quickly well to you know go off on another tangent here um they haven't brought those back but like i feel like they could bring them back but the way they could do it and this is probably the best way to like help out those categories that are just so weak. Easy A them. Need to... Well, not necessarily not easy A's, but like bring out a uh, support unit for a category mm -hmm. in that typing. Mm, so if you have AGL, super AGL, then Pan would be on that banner. That unit would be on that banner, but that super AGL would be like, I don't know, 40% attack and de defense, three key to uh, the Namek Saga, right? We don't yeah. like that. That category has no help at all. Maybe it needs an extra boost to be competitive as a top tier year category or, you know, top 10, top 15 category. And then you could bring those units back and then make those blue coins be useful where you could be like, oh, well, like for me, I've got a ton of blue coins. I don't need them. Um, oh, wait, when that unit comes by, I'm going to go hard on that banner for that specific Namek Saga support unit or something along those lines, mm -hmm. right? Mm. But... I don't know the problem like that would be one way to rectify it. It's just that nowadays with the with the categories that are so not compelling is the best way to put it. Um, like the Tapion Minosha, they mm -hmm. make the leader unit the support unit, right? So <laughs> yeah, it's, basically, 
yeah, it's kind of I don't know. They're they're in this weird kind of meta shift. I feel like how they're emphasizing support units. Where they're like, oh, we'll make this even though no one will really summon for. We're gonna make that the support unit so that that yeah. card performs very well overall. I think blue coins have always been like very clearly the worst coins, right? They've mm-hmm. always been way worse than red or yellow coins. They, in my opinion, they should have a conversion just from blue coins to gold and red coins. Mm. That'd be cool. Maybe it's like, I don't know, well, I mean, three for one or five just... for one or whatever it is. But, you know, some way, because I'm, <clears throat> I'm at a point right now where I actually can't use blue coins. Yep. So. Because, yeah, they should, they should at least include more ways to use them. Because I know the at the moment, the only units you can buy with coins are obviously LRs and then Dokonfest exclusives. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, when they bring out those type support banners that you can summon on that give blue coins, maybe, like, put those featured units in the shop for blue coins. Or when the Heroes banner comes out every year, put some of the older ones that are unfeatured that are the ones that are super hard to pull in the shop for blue coins. Because, like you said, there's nothing really to spend them on. And um, yeah, going back to what we were saying, I've got up the date here. At least this is just for STR hit. So if we go by the assumption that the banner has not come back since it dropped and he got his awakening, that was in January 2020 for JP and May 2020 for Global. So it's been over a year on both versions without those banners coming back. Mm. Yeah, Tech TN was March 10th of 2020. I'm trying to think which one was the last one. I think it was it the Int ones. I think it was like I think the physical. Yeah, first. Was Phys- first. I think it was physical because I remember physical getting the, the last one and yes. Super Bowl, Yeah, so um, pretty sure there was, those were March and JP, but I could be wrong because I think it was right before the Golden Week celebration. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, I think so. so the Super Boo, yep. the Super Boo, and Gohan awakened June 9th of 2020. Oh, it was after. Okay, interesting. Oh, right. No, I remember now because I remember people were like, "Oh, the this these animations are better than Tech Boo." <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. So, well, yeah, in, so in literally two months, we're gonna be over a year where, since yeah. we've had a type banner. That's crazy to me. Like mm-hmm. that's it's mm-hmm. been too long, and we can't. There's nothing to do with the blue coins other than the guys. And yeah, and because the problem is, like, some of those units are really good because there are mm-hmm. you know a lot of categories where you can make full on type teams, but a lot of those units, you know, we've spoken a little bit about the fact that those banners aren't necessarily the best banners to summon on in the first place anyway but a lot of those units especially when you're talking about the harder content in the game like at 55 percent, they're just not really that good and yep i think if they i don't know if they will ever easy a those units but like for a start they probably need to start putting them on more banners or bring those banners back more regularly. Mm-hmm. But. It's because when they awakened, they were so ridiculous, and then mm. the power creep <laughs> yeah. literally doubled. <laughs> or something yeah, like basically. That. So, uh, would you guys be opposed if these characters, all these cards, would like just go into the normal pool? I don't think anybody would be opposed to that. It's like if those banners are only going to come once in a blue moon, then like, why not yeah. just put them in a normal pool? Like, I mean, one solution, one solution is just to put them in the normal pool and then just have them permanently all be available for blue coins, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. as powerful as they are, like, obviously, the 50% and free key is very powerful, but it is only for the one typing. And whilst you can, mm-hmm. it's very easy to make a full monotyping team of a category for certain categories. One of the things I guess people enjoy the most about team building with the whole category meta is the fact that you're using multiple 
different units. So like, for example, if you're running Martian power and you have LR boo tanks on one rotation, but then you're using either int Buhon or STR super boo, you probably don't want to bring the physical super boo support because he's only supporting half of the rotation. So mm-hmm. some teams, they work really well, but other teams, you're not necessarily going to use them. So I don't think it's particularly, you know, game breaking if they make them more readily available. So yeah, I mean that's they're they're not the craziest, so it doesn't. Yeah, like, like you said, it doesn't really matter if they put it in there or not. They're they're definitely they're really good, but they're not game breaking, like you said. Um, so do you guys want to move on to the next uh, topic? We got the the other global. <laughs> yeah, we, got? we got the rose <laughs> banner and the Vegeta angel banner. Oh, uh, don't comment on it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's, skip it. Sorry. Skip it. Kent, I heard you wailed on that banner. Is that true? Uh, uh, no, I did not. I did not. I even, sure? I even Man, he's not too rummy. I, I, yeah, exactly. I mean, I forgot it, and even it existed at all. I'm like, oh, it's there. Oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I actually, I just looked at that banner uh, yesterday, last night, and man, is it just bad? It's just straight up bad. I would think that maybe they would make it like decent, decent enough to entice people to summon and maybe spend money yeah. on it, but no, it's just bad. Like there's the no reason to, to summon on it. The, the craziest thing to me is that they made it ten featured. Yeah, not like, even eight. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's literally zero reason to, bad. to summon on it. Like I, I'm, yeah. I'm actually surprised that they didn't actually just made like global first LR. Like you know what? It's like they should have like at least brought like like an LR Gogeta at least for this thing for this celebration with Pycon and Janimba. So that could have been really good. But just like you know, Angel Vegeta and Rose. Uh, I'm good with that one. Yeah, I think I did the yeah. same thing with both banners, which was the day they came out and I went onto the game, saw them, and I was like, oh yeah, this comes out today. I guess I'll do a multi just to see, get some trash unfeatured unit and then go, oh, okay, never mind. And that, yeah, exactly. that was basically my experience with both of those banners. <laughs> yeah, that those banners were definitely, uh, it, it felt like a joke, basically. 10 featured units and then only that one LR that had already released. There's no reason to really summon on that. Uh, what do you guys think is coming up next for Global? Like, what What are the thoughts? They're going to rerun the Halloween banner. <laughs> oh, oh. Rerun the rerun banner. they do that? Oh, my God. That's, just, that's, that's terrible, honestly. I mean, the funny thing is that banner was actually kind of good. Like, it, it, it was, certainly. but like... It's not what we wanted, but it, was, <laughs> exactly. uh, it wasn't terrible. But I feel like even though we were kind of speculating this for this period right now i feel like it's gotta be the global first right because we're getting to that time of year around goku day that's when we started seeing things like the go bros and the tech broly and that kind of thing Um, Mm. i feel like it has to be something like that right we can break this down into all different possibilities there's there's three Mm. no three or three or four possibilities right Mm -hmm. they could give us goten or goten and chunks now Mm -hmm. which i don't think is very likely yeah. They could give us Videl now, which I don't think is very likely. <laughs> they could give us Golden Week at the same time as JP, which I don't think is likely. I would love that. <laughs> or they can give us a Global First, which I think is actually pretty likely. Yeah. Mm. What do you guys think is the most likely of those things? Uh, global honestly, First, definitely. Global first. Honestly, the Global First. Yeah, I, mean, I think they know that the player base would be happy. Yeah. <laughs> 
The player base would be really happy with a Golden Week dual celebration, but... I I think that would be the best possible thing, because, I mean, again, without getting into the age-old discussion of will they sync up the versions, or, like, does that mean they're going to do that? But I think you've talked about it a lot in the past, Goresh, the fact that the Golden Week, where it's scheduled to be on Global, always being in that slot in... Is it like August? November. It's November. Yeah. Yes. It's way yeah. too late. And by that point, yep. people just don't care. So yeah, exactly, Golden yeah. Week is the a perfect opportunity to have that jewel uh, on, on you know, both versions at the same time. Because those sort yeah. of things are always like more exciting. Um, I guess it depends. It can depend on who the units are. Because obviously with the last one, you know, Gotenks and Boo, no one was that excited, I guess, when they came out, even on JP. Um, even though go well, tanks think, is really think about solid, the fact but... that this is why people aren't excited for these this is literally the worst possible time you could have for these these banners because you have the anniversary mm-hmm. then you have the worldwide download celebration and then you have this who's mm. gonna care yeah exactly it's like go tanks especially because the way they did the worldwide celebration last year by making the lr boo tanks a um margin power leader so I pulled him, and then after doing like the discounted rotation on the Boo banner, I just didn't summon on it anymore. Because so it's like, okay, well, I didn't get him, but I've got LR Boo Tanks, who's a much better unit and is, um, and is like the margin power category leader. So it's, it makes it even less, um, less hype. So, less enticing. Yeah. Nobody's, yeah. And, and you know why it's even doubly as bad too? Is because nobody, like everybody's saving their stones for either the anniversary or the worldwide celebration or both. Mm. So mm-hmm. nobody is going into that golden week thank you celebration with any stones left, and nobody's going to care to buy the stones for that, those characters. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> yeah. After going on that like hype train of anniversary and then the down celebration, there's really there's no point. Yeah, uh, and then and then I think just going back to like what we could see next because I saw some people talking about the fact that oh they can just drop Goten and Trunks now or whatever they could but then we're in the exact same position after that mm-hmm. right yeah, so exactly. it's not gonna matter when they drop Goten and Trunks we're st- we, yes. the pacing of global is is generally faster than GP yeah um, because G- I, I would actually it sounds funny to say this but I actually say that global has less dead time than JP does. Um, because they they are you know they've already done all these things in JP, so they're able to plan it a little bit better on global and be more efficient with it when they drop things. So that means global generally moves a little faster, not much, but a little faster than than JP does, which always ends up leaving us with this little bit of time um, where we have ahead of JP. So they they basically have to fill it with something, which is why we're getting these filler banners, and you know they have time to do do a global first, which I think is most likely right now. Yeah. So even again, even if they do drop Goten and Trunks right now, we're still going to have that gap of time where we're going to have nothing, and they're going to have to fill it with something. So. Yeah, because going by the JP schedule, the only thing we have between now and when the anniversary happens in early July is Goten and Trunks, because obviously they pretty much always drop the first Ocon Fest after the anniversary on JP before the anniversary on Global. So that'll be June, I'd get early mid June, I guess. And so, like you said, even if they drop them now, it's like we 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 have that, and then we still have the gap between mm-hmm. now and July, because obviously I mean, the day- we have. Over two months, <laughs> even yes. after this, even after this yeah. filler celebration, we've t- t- over two months of waiting. So, because mm. yeah, they got. I mean, because the thing is, even regardless of what it is they do next, it almost feels like the thing that they do next is probably not even necessarily going to be the only thing because, like you said, there's still even more time to fill. Because if they bring out a global first, 
that in and of itself is probably not going to be a month long celebration to then no. carry us over to go ten and trunks in June. And that's why um, I feel, and that's why I feel like people actually have been, you know, sort of buying into the thing where global sharing golden week with JP. I mean, that I feel like, what do you think about in terms of, I mean, I, we talked about it very briefly, I guess, not just for the fact that we don't have to wait, but I feel like that is potentially the best thing. Cause whilst they can be super hype, I know a lot of people don't like global firsts because they throw the timeline out even more mm -hmm. so. But I mean, which do you think would be better is to share golden week or to get a global for assuming let's say the global first tech hit where a month after it comes out, it's no longer runnable in the meta anymore. But I think, I think actually having golden week at the same time is better, not because it helps fill the gap now, but because it makes the units actually desirable and relevant right now, instead of yeah, you know, waiting until November. Yeah. Yeah. Wait hundred percent. Because, yeah, the, uh, like, Gotenks is really good, but, I, yeah, I don't think many people were super hyped for, uh, unless, you know, you are a big Gotenks fan, I guess. Uh, yeah, and also, I mean, saying that, like, you know, Golden Week would technically be healthier for the game to happen right now. What are you guys thinking about Global First? Do you think they're healthy for the game? Like, should that really be, like, something that people would want, a Global First? I know it would be hype for people to have that, but... It kind of screws up the scheduling and stuff for Global Dokkan. And some people, like, units get pushed back. It's all weird timing. The banners change. Sometimes it's for the better. Sometimes it's for the worst. But what, what do you guys um, think of that? I have never really had that big of a problem with Global First. I think it's important to have Global First because yeah, it I agree. boosts the morale of a lot of Global players, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's the number one thing that it helps do and that I'm in favor of. I mean, I don't actually really care that much personally for them. Yeah, but yeah. there is so like when UI dropped on global last, that was like enormous for global Dokkan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah it's one, it's even, one of, I was going to say, you could even look back two years ago to when Gohan and Goten dropped and then tech Broly, that was enormous for global Dokkan. Mm -hmm. So, you know, these, you know, we, we have our, our community here. I would say that most of our community, you know, is definitely within the upper hemisphere in terms of people that are, you know, looking forward to stuff in the game and that are entrenched in Dokkan. A lot of people who play this game probably don't even know a JP version exists, so it yeah. might not be as important to them. But for like the people that play this game a lot and keep up with both versions, it's definitely a big morale boost for global players. Yeah, because right. that's the thing. I don't really buy into the whole global versus JP thing too much, but obviously, you know, I'll be memeing out there when when a global first drops, I'll get hyped, and you know, I'll tweet out mm -hmm. like, "Yes, come on, boys!" Like global dub. Like, because the thing is. You got to remember, I guess, like the people who play JP, I think for like 90% of those people, I know everyone has their own origin. Like maybe it's the first version of the game you found and you didn't know a global version existed, all that kind of stuff. But for a lot of people, they fight through like the language barrier and all that kind of stuff because they want to play the version where all the cool, like new units, that's where they come yeah. out first and you don't yeah. have to wait like four months for them yeah. to come out. And so Global First basically gives global players a little taste of that it's like we get to have yeah. the shiny new toy first and so like you said it's it is like a big morale boost and i think sometimes like stuff that gets delayed uh we've talked about this before kind of gets overblown a little bit like the number of people that complained about kale and khalifa's easy a getting delayed but how how much have you actually used kale and khalifa since the easy <laughs> age like realistically yeah. um and people have, people just wanted those 33 stones let's be fair but yeah yeah basically. yeah like a global first is definitely hype especially if you know for a lot of people out there 
you know, everyone has their own favorite characters and stuff, but like yeah, the I mean, Go Bros and Tech Broly, that was a big one. Another another argument, well, not really an argument, but another point you could bring up too is the fact that, you know, I don't really think Global First exclusively are what is causing all these issues too. I mean, mm. yeah, definitely. I, w- I would argue that for sure it has caused some problems for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the UI Goku thing is, is actually pretty apparent of the fact that the Global First of that unit caused that to happen because they just didn't account for the fact that he would be, you know, available on Global before JP, which makes sense. Um, but I, yeah, I don't think all these problems that people are talking about are always because of the fact that we're getting global first. I just don't think that's logical to think about. Yeah. And cause the thing is the schedule kind of changes a little bit all the time anyway. And even down to little things like the banners change a lot. So I think if you look back to, at least to when I started playing the game or when I first started making content, like global is definitely not following the exact same blueprint as closely yep. as it used to. Uh, from jp like it almost was four to five months behind and then you know bang on the exact same release schedule banners were the same and now we're very much not in that position anymore where there'll be some slight changes banners will change so that's obviously that you know the landscape has changed a little bit because i know some people don't like global first because they throw out like you know people now on global are probably mostly saving up for the anniversary so obviously if a big hype global first drops in like a week's time, you've then got to decide whether you want to spend your stones on that or not. But there that's been where they get of... you. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's the whole point, right? Yep. I mean, they're a business, right? First and foremost. And and I mean, but you're right. I mean, I'm, I used to play global like way back in the day, like when I first started and I quit, moved to JP when I think Buhan dropped. I mean, in Buhan back then. Um, and it was always like, I wanted to play with the new shiny toy. Like, I, I, mm-hmm. well, that's what I wanted. And so when Global First comes, it, I get a little envious. I get it. It happens because that's the main reason I play JP, right? Go through the language barrier and all that. Learn some kanji and whatnot. But the the issue then comes for Global is that you guys just kind of don't know exactly what the schedule is going to look like. Yeah. And that was the one advantage. Like you, I think you, most of you guys can attest to to playing global was like I know what to say for I know what to skip I know mm. you know what I mean like I'm gonna pick up these sales but I won't pick going on the banner yeah but of course that doesn't play to what Akatsuki and Bondi want to do they want your money so mm-hmm. they're going to change the banners up and in the beginning they they didn't necessarily change the banners they changed the units and the most important one I could think of is Goku Black physical Goku oh, Black yeah. right so the literally there's a different unit same name but it plays a little bit differently and i think physical google black is superior on the global version than jp yeah. uh, but now it's more like oh you, we, we have good units no matter what it's just when in what order which banner they're going to drop in you we're going to keep you guys on your toes so uh, you're always going to be like oh yeah i'm going to save for the next like three months and then all of a sudden a hype global first drops and you're like well there goes my 1500 stones right and now I got to mm-hmm. blow yeah. up the wallet if I want to pull the anniversary units. So it, it's the global first is just a tactic that they're using to, I, like you said, I, I 100% agree. It helps the global morale, like get the shiny toy first, makes JP a little envious. Uh, you can look at some of the JP player base when UI Goku first drops. You're, everyone's <laughs> like, what the hell? But yep. um, the main reason is they want you to drain you of your stones until the next hype unit that you're, or next hype banner that you're saving for then you're empty and then you have to open up the wallet. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think one thing that people probably, you know, that you have to think about that maybe some people don't take into account is even if let's say, let's say in a week's time, a hype global first comes out and it's like an LR God Goku, 
But let's say it wasn't a global first and we're still following the same blueprint as JP and that did come out a month before the anniversary. You're still in that same position where you have to decide whether to save for that or to go in on the anniversary afterwards. Um, Because obviously free-to-play players, you kind of have to you know, plan in advance where you're going to spend your stones. And so I know for, especially for free-to-play players, I guess it maybe takes a little bit of the hype out when something drops last minute. And then, of course, you're faced with that decision on what to summon on. But I think as most of us usually advise, like you want to go for those bigger value banners like the anniversary anyway. Um, And I think the problem is early on, they were quite bad with how often those units came back, which... They've gone a little bit bare, but wasn't it like Tech Hit literally didn't come back until the next Christmas banner? Yeah, it was like... months, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. (laughs) So... Um, I will just, as an aside, I think, um, assuming they release something new on Global, next, everything currently goes away on the 27th, which is Mm -hmm. Tuesday. Yeah. If you take a look at the Twitter, um, they put the... Super Attack previews and information for PyCon and Janemba on the 31st of March. And then the banner came out on April 2nd. So that's two days before. So we could see technically them post something on Twitter tonight or tomorrow. If there's some, assuming there's something new coming and it's not going to be another rerun of some kind. So. Yeah, for a new global. I was curious, thinking, do you think that global will happening? probably get like a Dogon Now uh, potentially? Uh, did we get one for you by Goku? I don't think so. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, that was a, just a random drop. I think uh, mm. the leakers were talking about that. They like, First linked it out. Yeah, yeah. they didn't do one for UI Goku, so I don't think they would do another one. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, because I, re- I remember when it happened because I th- I think it was I seriously just posted that gif of that was the, uh, Goku. the beer was it Dokona the gif yeah, of Beerus yeah Dokona. with the he's coming like I was thinking that was the last time he leaked something and immediately everybody was like whoa 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 is is there a new UI Goku coming and even then we didn't know that it was going to be a global first so yeah that I think was a big shock. That's where the balance comes from. And I definitely, as I've said already, I, I fall into that camp. Like global first do make me hype. Like for, for people who maybe don't spend and then it becomes a bit of a tough choice of, you know, whether you're going to summon for it or not. I know obviously it's different for them, but like, yeah, those those little bits, it's always cool when something drops like that out of nowhere. And obviously having it be on global for a change is uh, is nice to have every now and then, because especially because recently with the way things have been on global, I think a uh, a big hype global first would probably be pretty exciting for quite a lot of people. Yeah, transforming Zarbon sounds pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> hey, it would help with the Namek saga, right? So uh, we'll be good. Transformation yeah. boost. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you imagine if he was like a two hundred percent lead for transformation boost? You know. How hey, I mean, actually... <laughs> I mean, look at Videl, right? So if they brought out a transforming Zarbon, he'd probably be really, really good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, I've, wanted, I've wanted a transforming Zarbon forever. Now it's actually possible he could be a Dokkan Fest exclusive. That's absurd. <laughs> Global Fest, Dokkan Fest exclusive, easily top <laughs> three. Top three to you are in the game. <laughs> I thought he was going to be like a free to play. I thought he was going to be like one of the first transforming free to play units we got was the transforming Zarbon. Now he could actually legitimately be a Dokkan. <laughs> just imagine him getting top grossing. <laughs> I mean, I'd rainbow him. I like Zarbon. <laughs> 
I think, like, yeah, a lot of people potentially would just for the fact that it's like a global first of a unit that we don't really have. And then, yeah, like Videl, if they're, you know, straight away just from looking at them on paper, if he's really, really good, then, yeah, a lot of people would summon for him. Yeah, the showstoppers <laughs> category. Someone in the chat says, new category, handsome boys. Handsome <laughs> it's the boy. male version of Peppy Gals, led by Sarbon. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, so oh, transforming Zara—that'll be interesting. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, we've rambled on quite a bit with uh, <laughs> we've been doubling down uh, a lot of different conversations. Let's uh, let's go on to our break right now, and uh, yeah, we are back, guys. Uh, so my next topic that I wanted to talk about is. With the promise of upcoming content, should Dokkan or other gacha games like Dokkan be allowed to have these dead weeks? Or should they be allowed uh, to, or should be they, sorry, should they be constantly uh, like updating the game every week with new content to keep the player base like active and just like, you know, keep up the morale of players? Or like right now, JP literally had nothing. This entire week, they had nothing. When then Global mm -hmm. only had a world tournament. Should games like Dokkan, like any gacha game, should they be allowed to just do that with the promise of upcoming content? Uh, what do you guys think about that? Hmm. Okay, well, let me jump in since I, I've played plenty of gotchas. <laughs> um, the, the interesting thing about like that statement is that that would be the goal, right? They want you to be in their app 24-7 if possible, right? That's why... Mm -hmm. Uh, Legends has adventures. Um, why we have now Peton Battle. Granted, it's only for a week, but that that keeps you logged in all the time. Because the goal is every time you log in, and if you've remotely spent once, like you bought a sub, you know the substones or whatever, um, yeah. you're already enticed to make a purchase. So the more opportunities they get you in front of their app, their game, there's an opportunity for them for you to spend, right? But the thing is, um, I also kind of feel like the devs kind of need a break too, right? Like they need yeah. to figure out, do some testing, do that kind of stuff. So like if they're 24 seven constantly pushing stuff to you, I, as much as like, I don't like dead weeks. That's why if you're a gotcha player, generally speaking, you're playing other gotchas when there's a dead week, you're mm -hmm. logging in, do your dailies and then play something else. Right. And yeah. that's how you quote unquote fill your time. So, um, in, in terms of like what the devs want, if I was a dev for Dokkan, I want you playing the game 24 seven, but like, Stuff has, has you hampered and limited where once you ran out of stam, is most people going to spend a stone to refresh the stam to keep playing? I'm going to say like a majority don't do that. So mm -hmm. what else can you do, right? So Unless if, if you're like if, link writing. Well, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying like for the most, if you're free to play and you're not going to spend stone, uh, stones on stam, like what else yeah. are you going to do, right? So they yeah. need other content, other modes to get you engaged that doesn't require stam or stuff like that. That's why you have now SBR. That's why we have uh, Boss Rush and Infinite mm -hmm. Dragon Ball History, Goku, the Legendary Goku event, stuff like that. So, look, the game has got a lot more stuff now, and it's still dead at times because they're on a very celebration-specific uh, cadence. And that's that. really just for... Yeah. I know, and that's a whole other topic we can get into. But like that's how they want to operate, and unfortunately, it just really leads to a lot of like a dead week or dead weeks mm. or months or however you want to see it. So, yeah, I don't. I, I overall, I, I mean, I agree with your statement that we should probably like if I was Vanda and Akatsuki, I would change it up so that you'd be in there twenty four seven. But because of the way they've they're, uh, they've established their operators, um, 
uh, the operations, you're not gonna they're not gonna do that. Yeah, the devs probably just don't want to get burnt out or anything. That's a good point. Uh, make sure that when they do do content, it's good content. Uh, as of 2021, JP has been killing it with all their updates and one the quality of life, all their just everything in general. They've just been killing it. Uh, anybody else want to talk about the uh, the question of should the dead weeks be a thing? I think I think they could find ways to not have. I guess it's hard to say because when we say dead week, like obviously this yeah. week for JP, like you said, there's been literally nothing. But it's. Um, I guess it depends what you consider to be a dead week or not. But like, even if it was down to little things, like I can't remember the last time they released a bunch, but they normally do them a bunch of them at the same time. But they brought out all those missions for doing the legendary Goku event with like specific mm-hmm. teams. It's like why oh, not yeah. bring out one or two of those missions every week for like, as even the same thing they do with Infinite Dragon Ball history where they like smush two different ones together where it's like here like beat this this stage with three units from this category and then three units from this category and then a lot of people try and do both of those at the same time so maybe they could even make that a bonus mission to try and do both at the same time and then they it's almost like you could just throw it into a randomizer so it's like this week they beat this stage of infinite dragon ball history using three units from this category and three units from this category and you get like a couple of stones and like a sticker or something and that and like even that is something to do gives you a reason to go into the game and then like Nalar said once you're in the game then maybe you'll be tempted to buy stones and summon or something but like even little things like that I feel like it'd be very easy to make like renewable content in terms of like missions and things like that I think it's funny to call this current celebration on global a dead celebration because I guarantee you, if you look, we, we obviously have no access to this information. We actually, it's been impossible for us to tell for sure, but I guarantee you, if you had access to, you know, the stats of how many hours people played the game for this celebration, it's probably higher than most other celebrations ever just because of the types of content that dropped world yeah. tournament. <clears throat> I guarantee you, you don't play the game as much as you do during world tournament for any other event in the game. Yep. World yeah. tournament chain battle. And then the prime battle. Think yep. about how much you have to play the game <laughs> for those events. So if you look at the stats and obviously again, we can't tell for sure because you don't have access to the stats, but mm-hmm. if you had access to these stats, I bet you they would be the hours of, of playtime for just everybody that plays global, probably one of the highest points for the celebration. Yeah. I mean, global did have a lot, like you said, the prime battle and world tournament, those in of itself, that's already so many hours. If yeah. you're grinding out prime battle when it comes out, that's already, what would you say? Eight hours? Or maybe even more or less, depending yeah, on how long you, you go to it. And then if right. you are really hard grinding World Tournament, or even if you're going for the 30 million, that's still a lot of hours that you can add yeah. on to there. And yeah, I, I definitely agree. Global, if you don't like World Tournament, and let's say you were already grinded out Prime Battle, like you did it all in one day or like two days or three days, this week, if you don't play World Tournament, it would be a dead week for some people. But then again, the playtime, like you said, if we saw the stats, it definitely really high. I, I wouldn't even doubt that. Yeah. JP, so, on the other hand, with nothing, it's it's just dead. Yeah. So again, people call this a dead point for the for like, you know, global right now, which I would actually agree with just because none of this content is actually enjoyable content. <laughs> yeah. So. That too. That too. Nobody enjoys World Tournament. We're still waiting nope. on that revamp because <laughs> yeah that's the thing is it's like you said is it's it's bad enough to have a dead week but we obviously if we're gonna have content you want to have 
good content because you know i i grind the world tournament because i want those rewards i want a bunch of extra orbs and all that kind of stuff but like i don't i don't enjoy doing it like i've i've mentioned many times before i'm very lucky i work a like sort of it desk job where i can have my phone so i grind the world tournament on those weekends where i'm actually at work but if i have that weekend off I do not grind like crazy in that world tournament because I'd rather be doing other things. I just do the like 30 million point missions or whatever. So yeah, it's kind of the only real content for global that's available this weekend, but it's not exactly what everybody wants to be doing. So. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, with what you said with the Legendary Goku event, they haven't added those missions in so long, which I know we're getting another Legendary Goku event soon, which is very hype. I'm sure a lot of people are very excited for that, but... Uh-huh. Like you said, the uh, adding the missions for like the teams, just like maybe do that once a week where they can like do a rotation with stuff. And maybe you get like certain rewards. Well, hopefully Dragon Stones, what most people would want. But uh, yeah, and then yeah. I, I think that adding another Legendary Goku event itself is is really good because they could literally just copy and paste those missions to the new one, too. Yeah, oh, basically. Yeah. yeah, and it's definitely just ramp up the difficulty, I would hope. I mean, that especially with the, the curve of the the level spike or the how strong every unit has become it's crazy what if they just make the event have difficulties like the one we have right now is only one difficulty oh, what if the new one a, has like four different options or whatever that that's a good point do you guys think um they're gonna have like the the friend units like in the friends list or no for, for the new uh new legendary goku event like how when you go into esbr they have those like friends oh. that are rainbowed i hope so if they had one for every like category, that would be insane. That would honestly be crazy if they did that. But knowing Dokkan in the friend system, I don't know. For for one event, I don't know if they would do that. I mean, if they managed to fix it where uh, it's like a mission, you take a friend unit, which is only 55%, level yeah. one links, no no equips, and like that's a, a mission unto itself. Like That would be kind of cool. And so like, actually, that would yeah. be a challenge unto itself. I actually think whenever... This is going to be a bold statement, but I think whenever they do bring out the Z update, I think the friend system will be something they change. Do you think they're actually um, going to change the friend system with this? Yeah, Z because update? because they specifically said the update was designed to make it easier to play the game, and I think that's when you when you think of what's something to do that make it easier to play the game, that's like the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah, because yeah. there there are instances where you literally can't run teams because you can't find the friendly to run the team with. Mm-hmm. So the best way, in my opinion, to make it easier, step one is you change the friend system to make it easier. That's yeah. definitely true, yeah. Yeah, the, I mean, the friend system, I know. I, I, I've <laughs> definitely, Android 13, I, I was trying to use him the other day, and there's nobody. Nobody's running Android 13. Nobody's <laughs> running heard, all these units. Dude, I have, I have heard that you can't even find Goten and Trunks friends. And they oh, no, yeah, no Goten and Trunks. No Goten and Trunks at all. Uh, that was literally one month after the release, they were gone. Uh, I literally couldn't find anyone. Yep. Not, and not yeah, the same one. the same thing happens for like even for us. Like the um I was looking earlier and I think you have yours set, Goresh, but that I found like three tech genembers and he's the yeah, most I, recent like Dokon Fest. I always put my friendly as the newest unit because I want people to actually be able to use them. Yeah, that's, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think and I think a lot of people do do that at first and then yeah, everyone kind of drops off or like reverts back to something else for some reason the Um, issue is that we have so many different categories so many mm -hmm. different leads so many different units in the game that if you're looking for a specific unit it's going to be almost impossible to find them unless they're super popular like lr gohan right 
Yeah. Yeah, it's like sometimes I can only, like there will be times when if I'm in the middle of doing something else, like say I, well, maybe not Prime Battle because I'm searching for a specific leader, but if I'm in the middle of like link grinding or something and then I might randomly spot a certain category leader, like, I don't know, let's say a physical Piccolo. It's like the first time you've seen one in God knows how long. And then it's like, oh, quick, back out and go into like the legendary Goku event. Now I can actually run like Piccolo's team for the first time yeah, in yeah. God knows yeah. how long. The, uh, but... it, it, the more different options that they come out with, the more apparent this issue becomes and the more egregious it becomes. Because if you think back to when we had the just, you know, the 70% type leaders, you know, we have Vegito, Omega Shenron, Buhan, Gotenks, and um, the Broly. Broly. There were five options and you could almost every single time reliably find one of them that you want to use. Now yeah. you have like 60 category leaders. Like there's no, <laughs> and it, it's, just, it's only getting worse. Like we're getting new categories. We're getting different leaders for the existing categories. You're not going to be able to find leader you want to run all the time. It's not even remotely feasible. So mm. it's just, it's, this problem is continuing to actually get worse rather than get better. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, definitely true. I mean, too many, too many uh, things going on right now in Dokkan. So many categories. Like you said, there's, and, it, and with different leaders and such, there's so many different teams you can run, like the Kamehameha team. With Goten and Trunks being the leader, I feel like you can do, like, there's so many different teams you can build with Goten and Trunks being the lead, and then Gohan being the lead. Yeah, and I don't, I don't actually think releasing more units or whatever, more categories, is inherently the problem. The problem is the friend system. If they fix yeah. the friend system, yeah. this yeah. is not a problem anymore. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah, because it's almost like it's almost it almost is counterintuitive because they're making these all these new categories, and then yeah, once the once we're like a couple of weeks to a month away from the Dokon Fest having come out, and no one's using that unit as their friend anymore, then you can't run that category like pretty much anymore. Um, and it's one of those things. It's something that people complain about in games a lot, whether it comes down to things like the law or, you know, friends systems or guild systems or whatever. You shouldn't have to go outside of the game to be able to do those things. Cause obviously for people like us, I can message someone in my, like who's on my friends list and be like, Hey, can you set this specific unit for me? So I can actually play the game with the team that I want to play, but you shouldn't have to do that. It should be that should be a function of the game. So I think that's probably um, the biggest thing that people are hoping for with the, yeah. the version I mean, Z. Before it's, we move on to a different topic, I'll just add one more thing. Is another solution yeah. they can do, if they don't want to do the mirror friend thing, um, another thing they can do is let you choose like five units to set as your friend lead. And yep. then whoever is searching mm -hmm. the list can choose whatever one they want to use. Yeah, That's another option that I think they could do, but we'll see. Is this just I me? mean, the other... Go on. Yeah, go ahead, go Go for it, go for it, Nigan. I was going to say, I just, I don't know the technical side of how it all works because it only, they only show you a certain amount of units as well, because there's been times where like, if I'm trying the same thing over and over, like maybe it's like a super battle road run or something, and you'll see like three rainbow guests of the unit that you want. So you pick one, you do the run, you die, you go back in and then it says there's none available. And it's like, where are, the, where are the other two? That are those like... were guests. That's why. Yeah, but they're still yeah. out there somewhere in the ether. But like, yeah, why, why isn't it showing me them? Like... <laughs> yeah, because the guests get refreshed every time you enter and exit. That's why when you're looking for a leader, you, you enter and exit a stage because it refreshes your guest yeah. list. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, no, yeah. I know. But what I'm yeah. saying is it means that there are people out there with those units set, but it's not showing me them anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, like, because the game doesn't know what you want. You can't prioritize yeah. the game look for a certain character that you want to look for, right? Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. that's that, that's something that definitely is uh, needs to be looked at. Cause, well, yeah, it, a couple things... A couple things I wanted to add to that was like for, for Goresh, instead of five, I would say ten because then you do all five typings, but then a super and extreme version of each type. Right? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that's I'm, I'm just throwing it out like a different system. I mean, I don't know what the technical limitations are. Maybe it's not feasible. I don't know. But <laughs> sure, <laughs> fine, I'll take well, it. Well, yeah, with version ZZ, whatever you want to call it, it's coming up. Like I imagine it, it should be like an overhaul or with like the engine maybe or how the, the infrastructure for the, the front system because like the one thing that um you're right like if you say i want an str extreme str transforming unit you'll get yeah. all the extra uh, uh, uh all those units in the category as opposed to like give me an option for lead that's extreme str that has that as their lead or any of the units in there, right? Because maybe you're trying to find something specific. Like, that's the other thing, too, I wanted to mention more. Is like, they just put an option where, hey, I want a leader from here, and that's an extreme STR, right? Because there's, like, now multiple different leads for a specific category, um, and they're, all, they're always going to expand on it and make it compound the issue. So that's the one thing that I think they need to do. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, the friend system, the, the last point I wanted to make with this is just that if they manage to fix this, do you because th- to me, if I was a free to play player and I know I couldn't find a lead, like a friend lead of that, I wouldn't summon. You know what I mean? So like mm. for um for LR Tapio and Minosha, even though they yeah. were like one of my favorite characters and I couldn't find them as lead, why the hell would I summon for that unit? So to in my yeah. perspective, from just from a business perspective, uh Fixing the friend system should increase your revenue, right? Because mm-hmm. there are people who do skip banners because they're like, "You, this, I'm never going to find this category. Never going to find a friend lead. So what's the point yep. of me getting it? When it's like, oh, I yeah. can find them anytime I want. My favorite unit, my favorite character, I'm going to summon for it, right? Yep. That's actually why I didn't really go hard for PyCon. And that's another reason why I'm not going hard for Videl. And another reason why I'm not going hard for Goten and Trunks is because they're not going to be able to find them. So why would I even summon? Yeah, I didn't rainbow PyCon. I only even met one dupe because I got super lucky on my initial summit video. And I, just, I, I haven't summoned again. I'm done. I'm yep. not summoning for PyCon. Yep, the same. I'm in the exact same boat. I got super lucky. I got PyCon and Janemba both off of the premium tickets. So I did the discounted multis just because they were discounted and you get a free multi at the end. And then that was it. And I didn't, you know, I've got a copy. I'm able to run the team if I can find a friend. But yeah, there's no real huge incentive. And you do see, like, people do say that in comments all the time when people are talking about um, new units that have come out. Sometimes it's through the lens of whether people are going to summon when it comes to global. And they kind of have that foresight because they've seen it happen on JP already. But you see that comment all the time where it's like, oh, no, I'm not going to summon for them because within three weeks, I'm not going to be able to find them on my friends list so i won't be able to run the team so, yeah i found PyCon like the first two days he was out and now i actually just can't find any so yeah yep. yeah i mean the one that kind of blows my mind right now is that i still find videl friends hmm. like you do i still i do well, you know I, like, I, wow <laughs> you know why it's because videl i feel like is a very polarizing unit either you actually love her or you just don't care mm. yeah. so people that actually yeah. love her have her as their lead and they're probably going to be there for a long time yeah oh yeah yeah you're right about that because like all the people that have adele it's the same like four guys but they exactly. have them every day they haven't changed <laughs> adele stands this guy yeah, yeah. 
Because, yeah, I think certain units, like some units are really good when they're on a whole load of categories, so you don't necessarily have to run them as the leader. But that is definitely a very big point, that if their main role is to be the leader of a team, and then, yeah, yeah, it's a unit that you're just not going to see on your friends list, that definitely, like, disincentivizes people to summon. Yeah. Yep. All righty. Well, let's segue on to the questions for this week uh, for the podcast. So, uh, with the questions here, let's see. The first question we got here is Would a simultaneous uh, Golden Week celebration work as the first big step towards catching the games up? Or, sorry. <laughs> Do you think they could make uh, support type units give different support effects? For example, giving units on a rotation dodge chance, additional super attacks, super effective against all types and stuff like that. Uh, yes. Actually, this is yeah. this is something that I've wanted for a very long time. And I think um, we started to see this actually with the addition of a lot of these Relic support type units like Supreme Kai of Time giving crit chance. Mm -hmm. um, we also started seeing that with something like, uh, this is actually really why I really like the design of LR EZA Goku. Because mm -hmm. his super tech gives crit to the whole rotation, and that's something that we haven't seen ever before. Mm. Um, so I think they're they're okay with being more experimental in terms of giving like a support type, you know, effect even to units that aren't support type units, quote unquote. Um, so I mean, yeah, dodge chance, addition chance to perform an additional. Those are like very powerful effects that you could give other units, but it's something that they're going to be super careful with because imagine you give like. I don't know, dodge chance to a unit that already has like a super high chance of dodge, like LR, AGL, UI, Goku, gets even more dodge chance. He's actually invincible at that point. So mm. the design space problem does come into play for this, but I think it's something that they can definitely explore too. Yeah, I think yeah, it'd be... The... Oh, go, go ahead, Nigan. I was going to say, I think it'd be super interesting to include some of those other effects that we haven't seen, because when I think, like it says, super super effective against all types, that'd be kind of an interesting thing for a support unit to give. I know it's a, that is a very powerful effect, so it could be like a chance-based thing, but that's stuff like that that we've never seen in a support type unit, I think would be pretty cool, because they could play on certain themes with like certain characters um giving those kind of abilities things like dodge chance and stuff i think that would be interesting to have as a support because generally we just see support units now as they give you x amount of extra attack and defense um or key and usually key because obviously the best examples give all three but if they started adding units that rather than giving you a bunch of extra attack or but rather than giving you a bunch of extra defense, give you a chance to dodge, then it gives you like a different option in how to build your team based on like powering up those specific abilities. Although, yeah. like you said, Garesh, I didn't really think about that. But yeah, imagine, yeah, giving extra dodge chance to units that already have an insane amount of chance to dodge would yeah. be pretty crazy, but could definitely be interesting. Um, one other thing I was going to mention as well is that I think they have been more experimental with doing these kinds of things too. With like, I remember back when I think it was LR Jiren, I was just like, okay, here we go, another hard hitting unit that just shows up turn one and it's like doing the same thing every turn. But it's like, yeah, it, ironically, PyCon actually has like a really cool uh, active skill, right? So like, you know, basically it's like a ghost usher for one unit or whatever it is. So I think effects like that are actually really needed in this game to spice things up. And I think it was maybe a few podcasts ago, or maybe just not even during a podcast, maybe it was during a stream we were talking about this, 
where you know a, uh, an active skill that redirects all the attacks to like one spot on the rotation could be a really powerful effect right and that's something that they could yeah, yeah. look at doing which is just different and it, it would be cool to see things like that in the game yeah i mean i also think I'm... they've kind of been uh oh sorry go on no no just finish up and i'll add in uh, i was gonna say uh i feel like they have been kind of like experimenting with this kind of stuff where it's like with the link levels some links you know if you link somebody up with a I don't know what link in particular, but they have like a they add a chance for crit and whatnot. I feel like they yeah, can definitely add this kind of yeah, they can definitely add stuff like that. Where if they ever do make new links, which I don't know if they ever would at this point, I think we're a bit too far into the game if they were to ever make new links, but they could definitely experiment with stuff like that where they can add these things into links if ever like possible they want to update another link or whatnot. Well, the other thing I wanted to just quickly chime in, and I know Gresh will agree with me on this, is that I wanted this stuff for uh, skill orbs. So, oh, yeah, you know, oh, that <laughs> right. So, instead of just it hampering on the potential system as your skill orbs, why not make this a support type style stuff? So like, hey, you uh, will give the entire rotation five percent damage reduction when this unit's on you know on the field, kind of thing, or oh, yeah, super yeah. effective against all types, stuff, stuff like that, where you can make skill orbs that would make chain battle so much more incentivized to play like hard mm -hmm. just to make sure you get to those things. But unfortunately, they're stuck with this whole thing of like, oh, we're just make it more additional, more chance for that particular yeah. unit. But if they could make it for a support style thing, and again, balance might be called into question because if you're like, hey, I'm going to give 10% dodge to everyone on rotation and you have LRUI Goku, you're just like, okay, well, yeah, he's invincible. But <laughs> it's a PvE game. Come on. There's no PvP, really. Why not just let people play they want, they want to play? So customization with the skill orbs for this would be fantastic. I think yeah. the way I would yeah. redesign skill orbs is to basically do what you said, but I would make it all RNG based. So like, yeah, yeah. every skill orb would have a percent chance to activate some kind of effect at the start of turn or whatever it is. And you would be able to tell because it would like do a, like a, it would like light, light up your character or whatever. Yeah. Yep. To indicate that it actually went off. So like, I don't know, I started turning about 5% chance to change one type of orb to rainbow. You have a 5% chance to become super effective against all types for one turn. You have a 5% chance to lower the attack of the enemy by 20% for one. Like, some, like stuff like that. Like just it has a chance to activate at the start of turn that has a specific effect. Um, you know, and you can just put those on whatever character you wanted to. I think that would be good. Mm. Yeah, that'd be cool. The way the skill orbs are designed, especially even the the uh oh lord, what are they called? The memories, right? Memories. The support memories. There we go. Yeah. The way those are all designed is literally like passives in characters. They could do all of these yeah. different things like dodge, like super effective against all types, all that stuff. They could put all of these in there. They have the ability to, uh, they just won't. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think, I think the reason why I even think that's a good way to do this is because I'm using physical Vegeta blue as like a measuring stick from how much fun I have playing the game. He's still one of the most fun units that I have using in the game because of his RNG. The RNG that he has is not, you know, either you get really lucky and he's ridiculous or you get really unlucky and he sucks. He sucks and he's not fun to use. He's always fun to use, but he's way more fun to use when you get lucky. Mm. So I feel like it's not a toxic level of RNG that's related with that. But when you have these skill orbs, you know, 5% chance to do whatever proc at the beginning of the turn, you're like, okay, now, yeah, here we go. Now I'm going to do a ton of damage. It's like that kind of feeling, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you get something what, what, like that. Go. Go, go ahead again. Go, go I was just going to say, if you, if you get something like that proc, like imagine getting the, um, like you get 5% chance to be super effective against all types and it procs on the turn where you have like 
the active skill for your LR available, then yeah, like you said, it's like, oh, this is going to be a fun turn. So yeah, that's, I, I really like that idea. Yeah, I, I think the, the, the thing to really, it's basically a gotcha within a gotcha, right? <laughs> like, you're just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, no, am I going to get that huge light up of like, I'm going to get like four super attacks and they all crit and then all my counters crit. Like, there's so many things I could do with it. Like, again, a skill or that you counter normal attacks, a 10% chance to counter normal attacks. You put it on like Super Saiyan 3 Vegeta, you know, that would be fun. I could use Super Saiyan 3 Vegeta for like more often than I would now, right? So I don't know. I just, I like what uh, he he said here. I mean, that's a really cool idea. I just would not put that into a character's passive and make it a skill orb that I could use it on anybody that mm -hmm. I want. So. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be sick. All right. Is that everything we offer this question? Mm -hmm. All right. I think so. Let's go on to the next one. Okay. All right. So Captain Crump says, so a lot of the members of 5-9 have characters we associate with them. Goresh with Frieza, Cooler, uh, DKP, Negan with uh, Mass Saiyan and Super 17, just to name a few. Uh, but what are some characters you get excited for outside of your usual favorites? Uh, they would normally associate you with. Uh, this is a question for everyone. So uh, let's start from down in the VC list. Ningen, what, what would you say? Um, I mean, yes, yeah, so obviously the, those are the characters that I kind of hype up a lot. But um, I think Broly has like always been a big favorite character for me. So I was pretty hyped with the Saiyan Day stuff. Um, and then I'm always, I, mean, I think it's one of the reasons why I like Heroes is uh, Super Saiyan 3 has always been one of my favorite of the Saiyan forms. So I always get hyped when they bring out uh, new Super Saiyan 3 stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, I myself, I'm a huge Super Saiyan 2 Gohan fan. I love, uh, I love the Cell Saga with Gohan. So I, and, or even the Bojack, when I saw that Tech mm. Gohan was coming yeah. out, oh my God, I was... I was so excited for that. Uh, Gogeta too. I'm. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty generic. Gogeta and uh, and Gohan. Those are definitely my two big hitters for me for excitement. Uh, I don't know anything with those. I'll I'll just get excited for. Goresh. Uh, Goresh. Um, I like a lot of Dragon Dragon Ball characters. Um, I think if I was to say like my favorite, um, like good guy, overall, it actually would probably be Piccolo. Um, but I really like Namek Saga Super Saiyan Goku a lot. He's my favorite iteration of Goku. Um, and my second favorite iteration of Goku is actually Kid Goku. So any of those. Hmm. Oh, so Legends definitely treated you well there. Yep. Hydros? <laughs> uh, I guess we want to do like villains and heroes, right? Uh, one of my favorites is definitely Gogeta probably is because I, I always thought he was cool when I first saw like the first movie of him. Even though he didn't like have but like a minute scene, so I was super excited when <laughs> Gogeta got a second movie in the DBS Broly movie. But I'm also really fond of Broly, actually. So I was incredibly excited for DBS Broly because yep. my two favorite characters were in the same movie. I was super hyped on that. Also, I like Bojack. So, oh yeah, Bojack is hype. Yep. Not can say. Uh, for me, for me specifically, my favorite, uh, my favorite form of Goku is actually God Goku. Uh, it's uh, apparently Dogon doesn't really love God Goku, so maybe in the future we do get like a saying God Goku, maybe for a Dogon first, because the only one that he really got like like pretty hype was the LR one and the Int one, and he's pretty good. Uh, I just pulled them recently, 
So when I first pulled him, I was pretty uh pretty happy, honestly. So um please don't go on. Give us a god Goku form because he's been getting the shaft. <laughs> he's been getting the shaft. Especially uh the one from the movie where Beerus and, and Goku were, were, were fighting under the uh, cave and he's saying, yes. I, oh, I would yeah. not let you destroy my world. That's that's what I want. That has to be skill. an active skill one. Yeah, day. definitely. Because yeah. well, uh, actually the, yeah, the LR int God Goku does not have movie heroes. So he's technically not from the movie. Yeah, he's the yeah, super he's retelling version, isn't mm-hmm. he, technically? Yeah. Because yeah. yep. that, that like thing that. where he does like the dragon and he absorbs or whatever is not in the movie. It's just an anime mm-hmm. only scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that. I I still feel like we could see that as the global first, maybe a God Goku. But oh, knows. please, please. Plus, <laughs> it's only ever been the it's it's the is it the SS it's the SSR of the LR, I think. But the yeah, yeah. actually having like the God ritual as an mm-hmm. animation in the game would be awesome as well. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, you, right, need, uh, you, need, you need those specific characters to trigger the actually, I don't want yeah, that. I guess they could. I, I mean, it would still be very restrictive, but you could have like have five super type pure Saiyans or hybrid Saiyans on the team, I guess, maybe. Or one of each typing of super types. But... Like uh, Vegito Blue Tech. Like Vegito Blue Tech, one of each typing on the team. No. I mean, the Ingodku oh, no. does lead uh, pure and hybrid, so I mean, it, it could work. That's true. Um, All right, my picks uh, basically kind of same as Hydro's Gogeta, Super Gogeta. I was always a fan of him. And then Z Broly, in particular, uh, even though his story sucks, but his design is awesome. He's just as a kid that always stuck 100%. Yeah. yeah. You're not but a fan the, of Bio Broly? DBS Broly, Broly has the better. Let's, let's, be, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He's, Broly. he's, he's, he's the global first. Let's be real. Bio Broly is the global first. Oh, no. Can you let's imagine? Go. Can you yeah, imagine? Yeah, just imagine. Yeah, like no. they're going to drop like the, like the Goten Trunks and then the global first is Bio Broly LR. <laughs> we have no Olibu fans here. <laughs> uh... Oh, okay. some uh, no, pepperoni, no, no. some pepperoni, you know. Pepperoni. <laughs> no Caterpie fans here. <laughs> Yo, no Caterpie would stomp Caterpie. Let's be real. It is funny though, like because you mentioned it when you said about him Hydros as well. It is actually kind of funny because I agree. Like when I first saw Fusion Reborn when I was younger, like obviously the end of that movie is super hype, and it is kind of crazy how. Gogeta went on to be like a, this massive popular character in the franchise yeah. after being in a movie for like three minutes. <laughs> that just shows you how well they did that like final scene. It's super hard. Well, it's actually like it's kind of good that they did that because he did like what two attacks? He like kicked yeah. him once and he like yeah. started with Breaker and that was it. Yeah. So it's like the ultimate like fusion is Gogeta, or you know, there's always the Gogeta versus Vegeta debate or whatever, but like the ultimate mm-hmm. like warrior has it been in like two seconds of the franchise yeah i guess it's just to say it was to properly sell like just how overwhelmingly powerful like the actual fusion of goku and vegeta was the fact that he yeah. just he tanks that punch to the face as well which is uh also like, it, they also want to they want to keep it mysterious too they don't want to just like have him be like oh let me fight for like an hour you know mm. mm-hmm. it's yeah, so, a i mean when gogeta got punched in the face it's all it's like the broly thing too when broly gets punched in the face the z broly specifically he just doesn't feel mm. he's just like cool you hit yep. me i'm gonna hit you back now and then, uh, yep. In terms of Vegito versus Gogeta, you know, um, who has more wins technically? We'll leave that up to you. Like, you know. 
<laughs> all righty well it looks like we're, we're done with this question <laughs> uh let's let's move on to the next one i was gonna say it's in the discord oh. video, by the way <laughs> there we go oh is it wait is it if yeah, I, am i missing video. something Oh, yeah, I was just typing yeah. that out. I forgot you didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't know, dude. That's why I read that. I read this message earlier because I just didn't know where they were. So Platy says, "What a simultaneous <laughs> a Golden Week celebration work as a first big step towards catching up the games." This is why. I... <laughs> All right, <laughs> what, what do you guys think about this? <laughs> we kind of mentioned this earlier. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I did. I wasn't sure that was going to come up in the conversation when I picked this one out because obviously this is something that people talk about all the time is the syncing up. So we, we kind of talked about the potential of Golden Week being on both versions at the same time. Um, but what do you think? Like if they did do that, would that be another indication of the potential sync up? Or do you think they would just do it to capitalize on the hype for that particular celebration? Um, I think if they did this, we're so far ahead of JP in terms of scheduling that like we would get to a point where it's like we need to have like four filler banners to even like mm. be at the same six month away for anniversary pacing that they they've set, right? Mm-hmm. I think that would actually be bad. Well, okay, I wouldn't say it would be bad for bad for okay, it would be bad for the scheduling, but it would be good for syncing up the version as they wanted to do. Um, it would be good for setting up Golden Week not to be in November. I mean, there, there's pros and cons, basically, is what I'm trying to say to this, right? Yeah. Um, it would, I think it would push us a little bit too far ahead of JP. When I say ahead, I mean ahead of the six-month gap. Um, so we still have to be six months behind them, technically, when we get to the anniversary, because that's, you know, July versus end of uh, January, right? Um, I think at the end of the day, I would actually be in favor of this, though, because I think the units coming out in November is just, it, it serves zero purpose. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think they're going to sync the versions up. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a, uh, I, it would give more incentive. I guess you would think, what, what, what would you think? Do you think it would add more incentive to put them in now to summon rather than waiting for them in November? Like you said, Oh, hundred percent people would summon now. I think. Yeah, yeah they would mm-hmm. because they have stones. Now they don't have stones in November. Nope. Yeah. All right. Does uh anybody else want to add a banner before anniversary? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what UI Goku was. That's what GoBros was, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Very much true. Uh, anybody else got anything on this? No, I think we covered no. most of it by yeah. accident earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we kind of we yeah. did, we did ramble on about this for a while, so. All right, well, then on to the next one. It's by uh, Louis Yo. It's a celebration for Golden Week does end up becoming a GT theme celebration fully. Would you rather have the GT Goku be a Super Saiyan 3 transformation unit or a straight up Super Saiyan 4 unit? Love the content and keep up the awesome work, everyone. Much appreciated, Louis Yo. Uh, yeah, so what do you guys think about this? I, I honestly, I feel like it's a straight up Super Saiyan 4 would work, but also a Super Saiyan 3 transformation unit would also work. I feel like yeah. it would I it would vef- definitely help Super Saiyan 3 a lot, which needs the help. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Super yeah. Saiyan 3 hasn't really had a big buff for a while. Um, uh, yeah, I was going to say it also could help Giant, depending on how they do it, right? Yeah, Turning into Golden yeah. Grade 8. Because they, all, yeah. they, they, they are pushing this Tapion sort of setup, right? With the AGL Tapion, you just got his EZA. So like he is the leader of the category, the giant category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if they're going to release this guy as a part of the giant team, that could be an option for him. 
Yeah, I think it'd be quite. You could have like active skill, which when you use it, you become the golden great ape for like maybe just one turn, and then he like becomes Super Saiyan four afterwards. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, the only downs, the only downside of those units is that just the links would just be all wonky. Yeah, no matter what state you're in. Like okay, he, he, for if he starts off as Super Saiyan three, great. But then you don't probably want to transform him if you can, mm. if it's an active skill or something like that, mm. um, on the Super Saiyan three team. But if you're putting him on a Super Saiyan like giant eight category, which I'm sure he'll be part of, well, you need him to get the hell out of Super Saiyan three as fast as possible. So like, yeah, basically. I mean, it's it's just the one nitpick point about these one form to another where there are specific links for like over in a flash limit breaking form mm. for super saiyan 3 then he goes probably prepare for battle shocking speed or whatever he gets it's just a pain where it's like ah team building's gonna suck like one, mm. no matter what form you're going into one team's gonna suffer one way or the other so that's my only downside to that however with that said i still want a super saiyan 3 into uh super saiyan 4 like that's what i want I think the best way to make this unit would honestly be so they can help both teams yeah. would be if this unit was like, let's say in the artwork, it's he's beat up. Like Super Saiyan 3 Goku's beat up. Turn 1, you could use an active skill, go to Super Saiyan 4, or you could just stay yeah. in Super Saiyan 3. That would mm. be amazing, and honestly, that would help a lot for both teams. I feel like everybody would want that. That's definitely the most yeah, like, desirable. That's something they've done well recently with units like Bojack and Cooler and stuff where they have a almost like a different purpose uh, after transformation, yeah. but you get to decide because it's an active skill. So that's that's what they would need to do is you make the Super Saiyan 3 and the Super Saiyan 4 versions both really good regardless of which one you're in. And then obviously, yeah, if you did want to run them on the Super Saiyan 3 team, you could just choose not to transform him and he's still good as the Super Saiyan 3 Goku. And then, yeah, you can choose to transform him whenever. Or I guess, like Nola was saying, they just have to be careful when it comes to the links because obviously they don't normally give Super Saiyan 4 Gokus over in a flash. But if they were going to make him Super Saiyan 3 going into Super Saiyan 4, they could potentially maybe have it so that when he's become a Super Saiyan 4 and his links have changed, maybe he gives allies key or something like that. So then on that Super Saiyan 3 team, you could transform him to Super Saiyan 4 if you wanted, but he still is going to work because even though he doesn't then have over in a flash, yeah, yeah, he's giving them key with his passive instead or something. I think that would be cool. One other option is if you actually look at the past two years of Golden Weeks, they've both been, you know, normal transformation mechanic into active skill transformation for the past Mm. two years where we had Zamasu and Trunks, then we had Gotenks and Boo. They yep. both are double transforming units. We could have the same thing this year too, where it's a base form GT Goku or a Super Saiyan GT Goku that goes into Super Saiyan 3, then Super Saiyan 4 via regular transformation and active skill. And then a baby yeah, Vegeta that transforms into Super Baby 1 and then the active skill into Super Baby 2. So that's one option. Could yeah. also bring back the revival mechanic for Goku where Ooh, his revival Ooh, mechanic transforms him from Super Saiyan 3 into Super Saiyan 4. Or it could yeah. be a revival so, yeah. when Goku's all beat up, but he's looking at, at the moon, right? That's the transform oh, the revival yeah, the mechanic. He's looking yeah, at the yeah. moon, then he transforms yeah. into the SS4. Exactly, I, don't, yeah. I wouldn't even want a Goku. I want a Vegeta to where it's Vegeta, you have a Bulma, <laughs> and they bring out a secondary Bulma unit, and she does like the Blutz Wave crap, and he transforms into SS4. I want that. <laughs> Is that the free-to-play unit that we have? It's just like he only goes to Grade A, but doesn't go to Super Saiyan 4. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Is that everything we got for this question here? Anybody want to add anything? No, I think we're good. Alrighty. Let's go on to the last question by Matthew here. 
when will older LRs get uh get reduced pricing in the gold coin shop? Uh, it's ridiculous to ever assume someone would spend the same on a LR that is three to five years old for the same cost of one that is six months old. Would making the first gen LRs 200, 300 coins incentivize people to spend? Okay, let me just say right now that I would have agreed with no. this until before we got ETA. the easy A's. Yeah, that's the issue. Yeah. I was, gonna say. Say. Yeah, the I was thinking the same thing. It's just before the easy A. I was going to say, because yeah, when they did Easy A's for characters, they also bring out these Easy A characters in the coin shop with reduced yep. red coins. They could do, they could have done the same with LRs or the older ones but, at least, but they won't. Here's my, <laughs> here's my counterpoint to that, is that for those older Dokkan Fest exclusives, they never are on banners mm-hmm. anymore. That's also these true. LRs okay. are still always unfeatured on like all these banners, right? So you yep. can still try and pull them. Um, which is why I don't think they're ever going to reduce the cost. But for the, the you know, let's just, I don't know, uh, in Janemba, when the last time he was on a banner? Probably like eight, or nine, ten months ago for JP or whatever. Yeah. Or whenever Tech Janemba came out. I think he was on Tech Janemba's banner, whatever. <laughs> yeah, he was. But yeah, he was. Before, before that, he was like almost never on banners, right? So like these characters are very rare, much rarer, I would say, than actually yeah. our Super 17, older LRs are. Super 17 has been like nowhere on any banner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... Mm. Yeah, I, I, I'm still waiting to buy a copy of him. I've been waiting for, like, I think over a year or two now to buy a copy Honestly, of him so I can rainbow him. He might come back if we get a, another Super 17. That's true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> or we honestly, need, he could just be on the banner one. in general if it's a GT theme. Like, I... Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I think I, I've, it's, I mean, I, I'm not surprised we all came to that same point basically yeah. straight away because you could have easily said if you rewind to like the day before Saiyan Day. I think most people would say like, oh, I'm not, I'm, I would never spend 500 gold coins on a copy of STRLR Broly. Not now. Yeah. And then literally like two days later, then it's like, oh, actually, I will spend 500 gold coins <laughs> for one of the best units in the game now. <laughs> so, yeah, easy A's for those older units have definitely changed that because, you know, like Trunks, and, Trunks uh, Goku Black and Zamasu, AGL Margin Vegeta. Nobody is going to buy those three for 500 coins right now. But mm-hmm. when the next one gets their easy A sometime within the next, I don't know, two to six months, whenever it's going to be, um, if they get as big as an improvement as Broly did, then you could easily argue that they then are worth 500 coins. So I think, yeah, easy A's yeah. definitely has changed how you would look at the value of those LRs. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, we all definitely came really fast to a uh, one good answer right there at the end there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and so I'm guessing nobody else has anything to say about that. We all can. I kind of came to the same yep. answer there. Conclusion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're good. All right. All right. So then, with that, that ends off this episode of the Dokkan Podcast. I mean, man, that was a lot of stuff to not really talk about, but there was we definitely rambled on on left to uh, talk about some fun things. Uh, and yeah, so thanks for everyone who was watching. A uh, huge shout out to Hydros with all the all the stuff that was going on screen that you guys were seeing. And don't forget to follow us over on the Twitch channel, the Twitter, join the Discord, and check out our new Facebook page and our brand new Reddit. You can find us all in the links below. Uh, if you guys missed any of the, the stream here, the podcast, uh, you can just go watch it on our other platforms that we have. Google, Apple, Spotify, many more. Subscribe and don't miss out on anything. Yeah, I mean, that, that's uh, really about it. Thank you guys for uh, for a quick announcement. The next yeah. pod-
podcasts, maybe a few of them, a couple. The next few ones will not be live on the Twitch channel. They're going to be specifically premiering on YouTube. Uh, we're just testing some things out pretty much, but the next one at least will not be live on Twitch. And same with the, at least with Legends, if you guys are here for Legends too, we'll announce it here as well. Yeah, it's just going to give us an opportunity to put more production value into it when it's not live. We'll try it out. It's mm-hmm. not going to be something that, you know, potentially will be permanent. We'll just test that and see how it goes. Uh, also, in a few hours, I will be streaming Pokemon Snap. So if you guys want to check that out, be around at around 11 p.m. or 12, 11 p.m. EST or 12 a.m., somewhere in between there. So, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for allowing me to host this. And it's, I think this yep. is my first uh, time being on actual like a 5.9 me being in one i'm diddy sauce by the way if you guys don't know me <laughs> this is i think this is my first time being on a five nine official like video or stream or whatnot uh being a part of it i, I do really appreciate it sorry that uh <laughs> the question thing i just didn't know where it was yeah that's so my, that my bad <laughs> but yeah but hey yeah. it was your uh your first week then uh we threw you in at the deep end and i think you, i think you did a good job so Mm-hmm. I yeah, yeah. We threw you in at the dead end. What do you mean? <laughs> B plus. <laughs> B plus. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Much appreciated to everyone. Have a good night, guys. Peace out. Peace out. See you guys in a bit. See ya.